Welcome to the Simpler Business Podcast, where we talk about ways to do what you love and serve your people in a way that brings you income and freedom. I'm your host, Marissa Roberts. Join me as I chat with my favorite entrepreneurs about how they simplify their biz so that you can simplify yours. How are you feeling right now as a business owner? Do any of these resonate with you at the moment? There has to be more to success than just money. Owning my business can be lonely. I miss the support that I had when I worked at a regular job. I'm showing up and doing all the things, but I'm feeling a little unfulfilled. I've had some great achievements, but they've come at a price. I'm not sure I can sustain where I'm at in my business, let alone go to the next level. Running your own business isn't just about making money. You left the nine to five to do something you love and to help people to live and work on your own terms. You are the heart and soul, the engine of your business. So there needs to be more to it than just leads, sales, and profits if you're going to feel a sense of fulfillment about it. When was the last time you paused and took note of how you're feeling? Are you slogging it out, trying to get enough clients, deliver the work on time, pay your bills, and hopefully make money for you too? If so, it might be time to shift focus a little and give some attention to your personal well-being as a business owner. You can accomplish so much more when you're feeling good in your body, mind, and spirit. And I have got the perfect guest to help you with that. So if you join is who helps entrepreneurs and Sophie faced adversity in her early 20s development and hard work, obtaining her real estate license at 23 and becoming a top producer in four different cities within a 12-year time period. In 2018, Sophie underwent a transformative shift, redefining her concept of success. Confronting challenges such as alcoholism and workaholism, I don't know if I said that right, so I'm going to say it again. Did I say that right, Sophie? Workaholism? You did, yeah. Mm-hmm. That sound right to you? Okay, beautiful. I'm going to do that take again. Confronting challenges such as alcoholism and workaholism, she embraced sobriety and discovered the profound impact of breathwork. This pivotal moment set her on a path to guide individuals with similar experiences. Sophie specializes in working with outwardly successful individuals, CEOs, creatives, and entrepreneurs who, despite conventional success, grapple with feelings of unworthiness and self-sabotage. Her approach focuses on internal transformations, helping clients achieve success from within. And Sophie's no-nonsense personality creates an environment conducive to openness, facilitating significant transformations for her clients. Sophie, I am so excited to have you on the show today. Welcome. Thank you. I always love when people read my bio because I'm like, listen to everything that we've just been through over here. So it's fun. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm happy to be here. Thanks for having me on. Oh, you're welcome. I think this chat's going to be a really important one because so mm. many of our listeners are in the first few stages of their business, right? So they're at that level where they're getting work coming in. And now instead of wondering, are they going to get any any clients, any sales, any customers, they're at that point now where they're like, okay, it, it's kind of working, but it, it doesn't quite feel right. Like they feel a right. bit like 
you know, that sort of imposter syndrome that kicks in like, oh, people are buying, but oh my gosh, am I going to be able to, to deliver what they actually want? Or, you know, who am I to be giving advice as a coach when I've only been doing it for so long? All of that stuff that time tends to come up and don't even start me on burnout, right? You leave the nine to five to start your own business. You end up working till midnight nearly every night because you're the only one responsible for everything. So I think a lot of what you do is going to resonate with our listeners as well. So yeah, very excited to have you here. I'm excited to be here and can relate with everything you just said 10 times over, right? It's part of the journey. So let's let's crack in. What questions do you have for me? Beautiful. All right. I'm going to dive right in to the nitty gritty and say, why is healing necessary when you're growing your business? Yeah. So entrepreneurship and being a business owner, it's so amazing. It's going to bring forward Every insecurity, every unresolved issue, every, you know, story that has not actually been resolved. And so we're often projecting our past onto every situation, right? And so if we don't have awareness and we're not actively um, in this state of healing and we're not looking at things, questioning actually what is real and what is not, we can really get into some self-sabotaging burnout, people-pleasing behavior. So when we're healing, it brings this awareness to us and to our subconscious and really allows us to move through the world as what as who we want to be, not who we've been. And so that's why it's just, you know, I think imperative that everyone that's in that space is constantly, not constantly, because that word can be daunting, but is actively in a space of curiosity if they aren't getting the results they want or if things are getting a little bit wobbly to go, hold on, where is this coming from? And I think healing is a really good way to assess that and really resolve a lot of that. Yeah, I think that's a really good point. And people don't often take the time to consider their own personal well-being and what's going on inside yeah. when they're running their business. So it's a, it's a really good idea to be talking about this topic and, and bring some awareness to it. Because I bet there's people out there listening going, you know, I never really thought about that, but that totally applies to me. That kind of feeling like you are who you were, but you, it's hard to kind of step into who you're going to be or who you're on track to being. It almost feels like it doesn't feel real yet for a lot of people, even though they're actually yeah. taking the actions. Yeah. Tell me a little bit about breathwork. So for anybody listening who's never heard of breathwork before, can you tell me in your own words what it is and how it helps? Yeah. So breathwork is an active breathing meditation. So for most of us, that try to meditate, it's like, good luck because, you know, we're, we're just dopamine, you know, we're addicted to dopamine and social media has only heightened that. Right. So what breath work is in a really simple form is it's a very active breath. It's a two part inhale, one part exhale. And what it's doing on a physical level is it's flooding your body with oxygen and it's dropping you out of your prefrontal cortex, the little thinking thing that's going, what do we need to do? What's the next thing? Da, 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 da. And we love that. It helps us figure out a lot of problems, but this is where we're living from our neck up, we're in our mind. And so when we're able to drop out of that and go into our reptilian brain and really drop into our body, we're connecting and reconnecting with our intuition. We're connecting with that sense of safety. We're coming out of our sympathetic nervous system. We're actually exercising and training our nervous system to have some more space. Because if you're an entrepreneur, especially in those first few years or maybe just after, there's a sense of survival, right? And we train our nervous systems to be in survival. And so to get out of that can be somewhat challenging, right? And so when we have some space within our nervous system, when we're actively practicing that, we get to show up as our most authentic selves. And I think that sometimes is like, wah, 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 what does that even mean? 
But what it does mean is that you feel comfortable and confident in your decisions and how you're leading your business and how you're interacting with your loved ones and your clients, and that you're gaining that awareness that if things are starting to get shifty, you can trust yourself to pivot and not be in that spin out, freak out moment. So that's for breathwork overall, especially for entrepreneurs, that's what I'm targeting it for. But true to even if you don't, let's say you're just a nine to five listener, what breathwork does is it just allows you space within your nervous system. So space within your body, space within your emotions to have some more autonomy, to, to not just feel like, okay, we're going to react. Okay. What's going on? It's like, oh, I have some more space to choose a different option so that you can start to be who you want to be versus who you've been. Yeah, I love that. While you were t- talking about that, I could picture some of the people that I've worked in the past, worked with in the past, business owners, sole traders, CEOs, and I'm yeah. thinking about the ones who you can really tell who does a bit of breath work and who really leans into meditation and who takes that time and has that focus because the air about them is completely different, right? That that mention that you did about survival mode, getting through the day in survival mode, I can totally relate to that in the very, very first couple of years of my business. And when I discovered breath work and meditation and kind of worked that into my life, and I originally did it as a parent, to be honest, to to um, yeah. get through the day with young toddlers who I love, totally. but it's intense when they're little, right? And so I remember when I added that to to my life, the difference in me was so clear pretty much right from the start. I was a lot more, I, I did things with more ease, more flow. I was more confident. I came across better to my clients when it came to work. I was more, um, I was better at decision-making. I could handle challenges better. And it's, I look back now and I think it wasn't that I learned a specific skill in my business to be able to do that stuff. It's that internally I made one change that was a really powerful one. And that really brought me back to that moment when you were talking just then. Oh, thank you for sharing. Yeah, it's powerful, right? It's giving yourself the space and the the almost love that you need. And like, I think self-love is also this esoteric thing. It's like, well, how do you do that, right? But it's like, if you can give yourself a little space to have your own experience, then you have space for others. But if we don't have that, then it's like children, clients, whatever else, we're all just running around bumping into each other with no space. And then we're like, ah, right. So yeah, thank you for sharing that. That's so true. We're all just like running into each other, trying to put out our own little fires, but accidentally creating bigger fires. (laughs) Totally. Yeah. It's like everyone's on fire, run, you know? Yeah, exactly. When you talk about self-love, I also think, you know, in terms of self-trust, that's a big one too, because a lot of people think, you know, when they're running their own business, they kind of think, okay, when I've got experience, when I'm able to do this, when I've got this skill set, that's when I trust I can handle it. But actually self-trust kind of is a more important thing. It's more trusting yourself as a person and trusting your abilities Mm -hmm. rather than your specific skills in the job. How does breath work work in terms of cultivating self-trust? Yeah. So you get to know yourself. We hear this. I have a teacher that says we have our home frequency, our own energetic frequency, our own kind of blueprint. Mm -hmm. And when we're raised, it's like, we're going to do this. We should be this. We should. So we're taking in a lot of who we should be. And as we get older and maybe a little bit more curious, we start to sift through and 
But when you're able to really be with your own energetic frequency, when you're able to push yourself in, you know, push others away in a, in a loving way, but so that you know yourself, then you start to have autonomy with your decisions so that you can trust yourself, right? You start to develop values and, and character and things, not just based on what your parents said or what you're worried that someone else is going to think about you or whatever, right? And so that really then sets um, a whole different standard. And I'll tell you, I have clients that come to me and they just, you know, they've dealt with shame and they don't think they're ever going to get over these things. And they look like they're, and I'm like, listen, it's just because you've been acting in a pattern because you didn't know how to get your needs met. So you've been doing that. And if we give you a little space and we change your behavior on like a really small scale, you know, over three to six months, they show up and they're like, I didn't even think this was possible for me. Like I'm like a whole different human. And it's really that, Hey, we've got to, you've got to feel safe with you first. And so breathwork allows you to feel safe with you. And then we're, we're going to start shifting some patterns. And, and really, I think too, I joke around because I have this, we all have this really, but I'll keep it to me. I feel like I have these trap doors that I'm like, I just fell through it again. I thought I was better, you know? And so the more that I've learned, um, the more that I've just with breath work and also just this work is it's like, I'm aware of when I'm getting close to one of those doors so that I don't have to drop, drop, like drop through, not trust myself, get in a shame spiral or a self-deprecation spiral or whatever, you know, about like, oh, I'm better than that. I shouldn't be doing that and have to work all the way through that to like, then be like, okay, I think I'm ready. It's like, we just can help you not do that as much. You'll really start to trust yourself more. Yeah, I love that. It's almost like you catch yourself before you go all the way down that trapdoor and go, no, 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 we've got yeah. this. Yeah. yeah, totally. Yeah, I really love that. And I think too, you, you think about the changes that you can see in just a couple of months are astounding. And then when you think that that's the new foundation for the rest of that person's mm -hmm. life, because I think once you tap into something like this, you're changed as a person, right? You don't unlearn this. You might get busy with life again and sometimes forget to take that time and, and focus on it, but it never truly leaves you. I think it's it gets easier to get back to it every time. And for me, that's a really big thing is that such a positive change that can influence you and the people that you're working with, the fact that that then becomes part of your foundation as a person and affects the people around you that's a beautiful thing for everybody not just you and your own business yeah powerful so you've actually run a lot of businesses can you tell me what is it like building five businesses and yeah. what sort of because that's a lot did you do it all at one time or at different times okay so they four of them were in real estate and mm -hmm. one of them was in coaching so to start a real estate business over, you know, you, you know what to expect. So there's some of like the learning curve lessons, but the effort you, you, you just are more aware of how much work it's going to take. Really. You're like, okay, I know what I need to do. This is going to be a lot. Um, so I started selling real estate in Utah. I hired my first business coach at 23 and I was like very, um, I've always been very driven. I think the internet is an interesting place because we're starting to identify like success is masculine and feminine and all of these things. And that can be kind of tricky, especially for someone like me who is like, I'm just very driven. So when I was young, 
Um, I didn't want to be the real estate agent that was like waiting around if I was going to get business. I was, you know, I didn't want to be in open houses and going to every birthday party, hoping that someone would like me enough to hire me. So my business coaching was also sales coaching and with a national company. And I developed, you know, they helped me become just lethal on the phones so I could call a for sale by owner and expired listing. And, you know, after you, you do that enough times and through enough years. And so then I moved to North Carolina. I started it there. Then I came to rural Texas. I did it there. And then I came to, um, I came to Houston and uh, did it there. And like in 2018, like you said, I was just an absolute, all my work, all my worth, excuse me, was wrapped up in my work. And I was, I was an alcoholic. I was 33. I thought I had made it, you know, you're like, okay. And I was so hollow, you know, and it was like, what is going on? And I had all this really high performative business coaching. And when I had a spiritual awakening found breath work, I was like, oh, there is a better way. There is a different way to do this. And so that's when I, it took me a couple of years to open up my coaching business, but people had followed my journey. So when I was like, okay, I'm going to coach. They were like, I want to work with you, um, which has been great. But what has it been like, you know, even at this stage in my, my business, I'm kind of back at ground zero. I, I had some personal stuff happen and I went through a divorce and I just recently lost my mom and I came down to take care of her. And so I, I really am blessed that I was able to put focus on what mattered, but um, also assessing, you know, okay, how do I want to do it? Because I think the key to really having longevity as a business owner is knowing what you know and always being curious about learning what you don't know. Yeah. Because if you can't pivot, I watch people work themselves into places that they aren't happy, uh, but they're so, they're hanging on, you know, for dear life opposed to going, hey, I think we need a pivot. And so- this last year has been so transformative for me, just really maturing and going just because I can, doesn't mean I should. And, you know, like, and really, um, letting go of a big demographic of people that I worked with and being okay with it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, starting over and not starting over because I'm not really starting over, but shifting who I'm working with and going, I know it's going to take a minute for this to take, take traction. And it might take two seconds as we hear in the coaching industry, like, People make $5 billion in five seconds and we're wondering what happens, but I try to keep my expectations, you know, where it's like, okay, this might take a little while, but that's okay. I'm in it for the long haul. And, you know, those things are important. It's, it's, it's just been maturity and being willing to stay in the game, you know, and that's, I think a huge part. Yeah. I can't even tell just the way that you're talking about that. You can really tell that you've got so much self-trust for you in there, that whole feeling like, no, this is going to work out. Like, give it a little bit of time. Give it a little space. I, I mean, call me tomorrow. <laughs> <I'm kidding. laughs> but yeah, you know, yeah. yeah, you know, I'm still human, but yeah, I do for sure. Yeah. I love that you said that too, because it takes the pressure off everybody else. We see so much glam and so much perfection in the online business world that it's really refreshing to have somebody go, you know what? I've built five businesses, but I've also gone through really hard times. And you've had a lot of very difficult circumstances that you've had to move through and you're building businesses and, you know, rocking the sales world at the same time. And that's, that's all, that can be a lot of pressure for people because they've got to feel like they're on and they're always having to overcome things and, you know, get through things. 
And I think for a lot of people, their sense of purpose then kind of falls away when they're going through something like that. So I think that having your insights has been really valuable because the approach that you take to your business now is one of, I don't know, you just have this beautiful sort of calm energy about you today. And yeah, I just, there's something really lovely about that. And I guess too, I'd love to know your thoughts on when people kind of need to realign with their own purpose and realign with their own power, Mm -hmm. if they're going through something hard, whether that be in business or in life, do you have any advice or any tips for them on how to do that? Yeah. So first I would just tell them, because we all need to hear as adults and we don't hear it enough, like you're going to be okay. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of people don't want to realign because they are telling themselves really scary stories that they're not going to be okay. Like I see people that could be my parents' age that hire me and I'm like, hey, everything's okay. And they're like, I don't think so. And I'm like, no matter what's going on, you're going to be okay. So, and then the advice I would give people Man, if you haven't done breath work, try breath work. Because if, if you're in that fight or flight and I get there, I still get there. You know, I'm, there's still somebody in there that's like, take the castle. We should have done it five seconds like ago. You know, just a crazy stories. But the reality is, is I don't think that we're supposed to stay the same. We have to evolve. And so the more that you resist your evolution, the more pressure you're going to put on yourself. And it's going to make it harder to do it because you're telling yourself scary stories. So try breath work because we're going to give people a free session here, but also start talking to yourself about why do you want to make those changes? Because I think people, we miss the middle. It's like, I need to make this, like, let's, I'll give you an analogy because it makes it easy. So it's like, I, I'll go through mine. I don't want to work with early online entrepreneurs anymore. Who I worked with in the past was affluent, more established, not online entrepreneurs. These are people that are in like oil and gas consulting insurance, whatnot. Right. But I'm making the majority of my money from these people. So I could stay in this and say, okay, I have to stay working with these people. I'm good at working with them. I help them, but it's not where my soul is, but it's like, okay, so how long am I going to continue to build something I don't like? Mm. Like we have to ask ourselves the right questions, right? Cause my brain's going to go, I'm going to lose all my income. No one's ever going to hire me. And we tell ourselves the scariest stories. It's like, whoa, versus, okay, so how long am I going to build something I don't like? Okay. Why do I feel like what I want isn't available to me? And when you start to go, well, this reason, this reason, this reason. And if you can just write that stuff down, you can usually see that the reasons you're telling yourself it's not available. You can develop an action item list around that and go, well, let's just try. Like I tell people, let's just... Let's do something wild. Let's try. And when you start moving in that direction, then all of a sudden you're you're building self-trust. You're, you know, you're breaking down stories. You're like, you know, undoing patterns. So we got to ask ourselves, like, why are we, why are we committed to doing things, you know, building things we don't like that is different than doing things we don't like. Sometimes we have to do things we don't like in business, but building things we don't like. And why do we feel like what we want isn't available? Because if we, you know, look at those, then we can, we can start moving you to what you want. Yeah. That's such a powerful thing to think, you know, because some of us, so many of us stay stuck in that, but I'm not that person. So I can't have that when actually, when you really drill down to it and go, well, hang on a minute, if I was that person, what would it look like? And 
what steps would I have taken to get there? There really are actions for everything once you get really, really clear on what you want. And I think that takes a lot of the fear away then. But having that self-trust and having that confidence and being able to tap into your own intuition, that's really the first step in order to take any actions like that or even think of the actions related to who you want to be, right? Totally. Absolutely. Wow, that blows my mind because I am so used to talking about systems and processes and sales and funnels and all of that stuff. And it's really refreshing to talk about energy and self-trust and being able to, you know, visualize where you want to be and actually find ways to become that person and to have that result. Yeah. And in a practical way, right? Like I'm somebody, you know, if you come to my social media, you'll see, I am not, I don't have crystals behind me and I'm not telling you things that I don't believe. Like I'm not in the narrative of like, you know, and I do think systems, funnels, all of that is important, but I will tell you, I've worked with enough people and I myself have done it enough that I watch people build themselves into things that they don't want. And then they have to hold on tightly and then they're deathly like afraid to pivot. And then it's like, well, didn't you build this? Cause you wanted to be happy. Like, tell me again, what, what are we defeating the purpose? Because you know, you can be successful now. So let's like the next level is like, oh, I'm actually genuinely happy, not happy for five minutes when my new client signs or I have a great launch. And then, you know, going back to this feeling of like, I hate this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Oh my gosh. Okay. This is life-changing stuff. And I know that you have a special offer for anybody listening today of a free breathwork session, which is very generous of you. I appreciate that. So what would that be like when they're doing that with you? Is that something online that you do? Okay. So it's pre-recorded. So let's say yeah. that. So I give you a demo. So you get to see my great face and we just walk you through it, you know? So, cause I think people get afraid to do stuff like this. So you see the demo and then the actual session, you're not seeing me because you'll be lying down with your eyes shut. And you, I believe it's about 30 minutes. And so you're, you're breathing and, um, and I would love for you anything that comes up. I mean, there's a lot more that's outlined. You breathe for four to six songs. I'm in the session guiding with my voice. So you're not just like, am I doing it right? What's going on? Like I'm there with you in your, in your ears, if you have headphones on. And it's a really great experience. I also want to mention this because I just launched this and I think it would be good for your listeners. I did something called the mini method. So it's really for business owners helping you get out of survival mode and back into self-trust. It's four modules because I'm like a quick and dirty girl. Like I can't, like if somebody has a two hour training, I'm like, are you kidding me? Like I'm sitting in front of a computer. So they're, they're, they're practical, they're digestible. And then there's four breathwork sessions. It's three minutes, 10 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes. And it's really for you to start to ask yourself some of those questions like, oh, how is my survival work? This mode worked for me. When did it stop working for me? What else, you know, really getting curious. And what's great is every Friday I have a Q&A slash coaching call. So when you get it, you get four sessions with that in a group environment. So you can come to me and be like, can you look help? And I'm like, absolutely. And that's $99. So that's like under a hundred dollars to really kind of take it a step further. Cause I think people need to realize what, how powerful they are, what they're capable of before they make a big investment. I think our coaching industry is like, you know, I love it. And I have jumped before I was ready. And I think all of that is really good. But once you get a little bit more like established, you want to go, okay, who do I really want to be in this? And those are my, that's my, those are my people. I'm like, awesome. Those are great questions to ask. So that would be a good place to start with me as well. 
Yeah, I love that. All right. So the breathwork session is kind of like dipping a little toe in, see how you go, mm-hmm. get a feel for it. Really good if you've never done it before. But that that $99, that mini, what do you mini call method. it again? Mini? Yeah. Yeah, the mini, mini method. method. Yeah. That's a good way for them to actually tap into who they are and relate what they're doing to their own personal journey. And I think that's that's going to be where the power really lies, right? So I'll make yeah, sure. Yeah, and then you get like face-to-face. I mean, my team was like, you're letting them get on a like a group coaching call with you for un- for four weeks under $100. And I was like, the more the merrier. Let's yeah. just get people in a place where they can really excel. So that makes sense to me. And if they, you know, when you get results from something like that and everything expands, then you want to jump in and do even more of it. Like you've got to yeah. kind of get that snowball rolling or that momentum going. And it's a beautiful thing then. So yeah. All right. Well, Call I'm going to make a great funnel. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. All right. I'm going to link to both of those things in the show right. notes. Then, so it's nice and easy for people to find them. And before we wrap up today, I would love to know, where can people find more from you if they're looking for that? So they've got those sessions, but also are you hanging out on socials? Can they find you on Instagram or anywhere? Particular? Uh, I pretty much live on Instagram. So okay. it's at the dot. Wait, at, I always get it backwards. Let's try again. So it's at the underscore Sophie dot Jones. So yeah. at the underscore Sophie dot Jones, it'll probably be in the show notes as well. I have a website that I'll send over, um, but you can definitely find me on Instagram. Drop me a message. I'm friendly. I'm approachable. I'd love to get to know you. Lovely. And thank you so much for being here. You dropped so much gold in like what we've been talking for like half an hour. And I feel like my my whole perception on this day alone has changed now. I'm like, you know, it's first thing in the morning here where I am and it's um, mid-afternoon for you. And I'm like, I am hitting the ground running today because I feel really good just from our chat. So thank you so much for being here. I really Oh, thank you. Yeah, we'll see each other soon. Yeah. And everybody out there, if you're listening, I hope you've enjoyed this combo as much as I have enjoyed having it. Don't forget to pop over to Apple Podcasts, leave us a review and a rating because the more information you give us about what sort of topics you want to talk about and what you want to learn in terms of simplifying and streamlining and scaling your business, the better we can help you. So head on over there, let us know what you think, and I will see you all in the next episode. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Simpler Business Podcast. If you did, please subscribe, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts. There's a link in the show notes to make it nice and easy for you, just the way we like it. If you're ready to simplify and scale your business, you can get started with my free audio class at marissaroberts.com. See you next time.